Hello and welcome back to the 26th episode of the Oligarchy Disruptor Podcast with your host, Ben and Leon. And of course, we have the lovely Ashley Downing, who will also be commenting on this really dope episode that we have for you guys in which we're going to talk about the possibility of Bernie actually starting a third party and what what that would have looked like uh, if he would have done it and gone that route as opposed to working within the Democratic Party like we saw that he did in 2016 and 2020. So I really hope you guys enjoy, put a lot of thought into this. Um, actually earlier today, uh, Bern- I, I, was remember, I remember reading, but this is a article from Politico in which they discuss uh, Sanders ass- reassessing his campaign after the losses that he experienced yesterday. Um, and his campaign manager was the one that announced that. But uh, after we re- uh, we found out that um, he was just going to take a look at his campaign and see if it's worth to con- uh, worth it or not to continue. Honestly, when I saw that, I was really sad. I thought he might drop out, but at the, at the same time, thinking about it, kind of pondering, going back and forth in my head. I was like, this doesn't really make sense. This isn't Bernie. He said he would like fight uh, until the plurality goes down. Or if um, if he doesn't have the plurality by the time the convention comes out, then he's just going to drop out. But uh, do you think he would stay in it? Yes. Yes, he is going to stay in it. He is going to stay in it. Um, But before I get into that, I wanted to mention uh, the tweet that uh, the president, a.k.a. the... Uh, oh, I was going to say something funny, but I couldn't think of anything. <laughs> 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 so, uh, I was going to say the... Che- oh, the Cheeto-in-Chief. <laughs> Whatever. Um, yeah, so the president tweeted earlier today. He said, and I quote, the DNC will have forgotten their fondest wish and defended... And if, yeah, and defeated Bernie Sanders far ahead of schedule. Now they're doing everything possible to be nice to him in order to keep his supporters. Um, and he also goes <laughs> on to say, "That's funny." Well, before I go, uh, before I go on to the, his next tweet, I think he's actually really right about this. Um, and this isn't the first time that Trump has come out and tweeted about something that is happening in like the Democratic primary. Uh, he was even working with the Yang campaign the other day to help pass mm-hmm. UBI. But here um, we see that uh, this is kind of goes back to what I was saying in the last episode where I was saying that Donald Trump kind of knows his shit and he's not as dumb as we think he is. Or as le- at least as how most people think that he is. Uh, he is attuned, like I said before, to how this, the general sentiment is of the people. And like that's why he's kind of acting this way. He is showing us that he knows exactly what's happening. And he even goes on to say, Bernie has given up just like he did last time. He'll be dropping out soon. Um, well, I think Trump is actually right about that, that he will be dropping out soon. I don't think that Bernie Sanders has given up just yet. Actually, earlier today, he announced a plan, his plan for coronavirus, a full-on plan to tackle that. So I think that's his signaling that he is in it to win it still, and he's going to fight tooth and nail 
up until um, the convention where the plurality um, will be announced. And of course, if he doesn't have the plurality, then he'll drop out. So yeah, any any thoughts? I hope I certainly hope so. I definitely hope that he stays in it. I think that he is trailing by quite a few delegates, but it's not impossible. And um, he still has such a strong base of supporters. And I don't think that all of those people would vote for Biden. So he should stay in it. Let those people give, give those people someone to turn to the polls and vote for. Absolutely. I think that it's more important to have someone that energizes people to actually want to come out and there's actually been a lot of enthusiasm behind joe biden a lot of democrats are getting excited to vote for him i actually have no fucking clue why um (laughs) it might be because he said that he wanted to fucking put a vp like a woman woman as his vp like something so superficial like that like i just hate that people like eat that shit up like just that headline alone like and then they get so much praise for that. Like, yes, it's a cool thing. I'm not taking away from the fact that we not only should have a woman vice president, but a woman president as well. And like throughout the administration, I think women are just just as capable as men, if not more in certain aspects. Um, but that just goes to show that like most Democrats are superficial in their thinking. Like, it doesn't go too far. Like, they don't... It's not policy-based. Because if it was policy-based, there's no way in hell Joe Biden would be winning. Well, because think about it, too. There was no way Joe Biden would be winning either, you know? Like, Bernie Sanders literally called him a fucking liar. In the last debate. And he, he, he still won. He still won. And the thing is, too, is you would think that this whole coronavirus would actually um, almost work in Bernie's favor because he is pushing Medicare for all. He wants every single person to have coverage. Um, And in, in, in retrospect, it's actually working against him because people in the media are talking about how, oh, well, in times of crisis like this, we need stability. We don't need a revolution. And it's like, no, in times like this, we do need a revolution because our government is not going to be here for us. And honestly, I feel really awesome about this whole universal basic income that Trump is trying, hopefully, to he's actually going to roll out um, during this time. But in the long run, this is all just a ploy to get our economy back up and running substantial enough to, so that Trump can look good in November. I truly believe that. And Bernie is somebody who, if we voted in office, would actually be there because he genuinely wants what's best for us. Um, not because he wants what's best for corporations or for people in the establishment or he's not one of those people it's not beneficial to him um so yeah i yeah i would think this would work for in his favor but it's not and it's crazy to be watching i mean yeah it it is pretty insane to watch like watch the masses vote against their own best interest and what's really funny to me is actually thinking about it today 
is that like the number one thing on people's um, agendas when it came to voting was uh, healthcare and like beating Donald Trump and like climate change. And neither, mm-hmm. ne- like none of those things are going to go up if Joe Biden is going to like, uh, not to the extent that they should if Joe Biden is going to become the president. But that's saying if he will beat Donald Trump and as we all know, that's definitely not going to fucking happen. Well, and I think that this really just shows how afraid people are of change. They True. think that they want Actually. something and... I, I, th- I think maybe it was even Ferris that mentioned this in his class too, uh, that we had met in, it, that, you know, people want something and then once you give it to them or once it's in sight, they're like, whoa, 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 whoa. You mean I have to do this in order to get this? Or hold on, if this happens and this changes, well, never mind. I don't like this anymore. I don't want it. It's too risky. It's changed. Like, I don't know. It's unfamiliar. Um, and it's just like, if, if, if we never, if we never tried something new, then we wouldn't have all of these wonderful luxuries that we have now. And I don't really think that it's uh, something that you need to try out giving every single person health insurance. I mean, I just think that it's so crazy to me that people think that this is uh, too unfamiliar to grasp uh, in a time like this when really it's something that we should be trying to hold on to in a time like this. Yeah, it's actually really insane. People like are consistently against their own best interest. Um, uh, but for fear, for out of fear, out of fear, yeah. uh, but out of being misled by the media, m- many factors, uh, ignorance, ignorance is bliss. I get that. But at the same time, is your ignorance and your, I mean, is your bliss, your own personal bliss worth the suffering, death, or all the, the demise the, of the rest of humanity? Literally. <laughs> Like, is it worth that? Because your vote really does matter. Like, I know most people don't give a fuck about it. And it's... I try to convince everybody that doesn't like voting to vote. Just because, like... And I don't know. I just... I can't let it go. Like, when I find out that someone doesn't vote, I'm just like... Yo, like, what the fuck? (laughs) I mean, although most people do it, but, like... I don't know, like, I just, I don't see how most people can, like, ignore all the things that are going on and not want to put in their two cents, you know? Like, these things affect us. The reason why, like, all all this shit is happening with, like, with happening with the farmers when they were, like, losing all this money because they lost their trade, they lost their their market to China because of the fucking tariffs that Trump put on them. Like, your vote fucking matters. If Trump wasn't the president, that probably wouldn't have happened. But whatever you're going to say, go ahead. Oh, no. I mean, I was just going to say, even if you don't necessarily agree completely with one particular candidate on the issues, just voting for pick 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 a top couple issues. I mean, it, it, I, I hear a lot of people say that, you know, I don't vote because of, you know, 
they they're pro this or they're whatever this and it's just like i mean in the long run it what they're doing for our country is what matters and the decisions that the decisions that they make for the entire country benefit the entire country or they harm the entire country so your vote does make a really really big difference and i don't know i just uh People like us are. People would vote. Yeah, people like us are crunching the numbers in the background, looking at this shit, and at nights like tonight, being really depressed (laughs) about the results. (laughs) Um, But that's why. Get out and vote, everybody, especially you millennials. Yes, like I don't. I don't know why they go. I don't know why we don't go out to vote. We have so much on the line. Our future generations are like, they're gonna look back at us and be like, "What the fuck were you guys doing?" Yeah, but literally, we not voting. Yep, that's what. Yep. All right. Um, that's enough. This is a great little segue into um, what's going on with Bernie next. Exactly. Exactly. So, and what she means by that, everybody, is the topic of Bernie Sanders starting a third political, uh, third party, um, political. Oh, yeah, third. Third, how would you third say third party political party? <laughs> third. See, yeah, see, that's what, doesn't that sound weird? That's what it's called, though, right? Third. third well, it's a political a third party. Party political. No, no, no. I feel like you wouldn't. Uh, I feel like it's actually like. Uh, what did I say? Poli- third party. No, uh, that is what I said, but I meant to say. It's a third political. Third party. political party. That's right. Yeah, third political party. Wow, guys. Awkward. Okay. Okay. We, <laughs> yeah, we, that's we, a blooper. We know lots, guys. <laughs> <laughs> we know words. We know the best words. <laughs> um, that was a Trump reference. Words, if you words, guys words. didn't get that. <laughs> um, or if you guys didn't get that, I mean. Um, so let's resume our conversation about Bernie Sanders starting this third party. So, of course, this is like a hypothetical. Like, this is a what if. And I typically, I typically stay away from these types of situations. Like, I don't really like what ifs, like, because I try to stay practical. I try to stay logical, like operate in reality. But I just can't help but wonder, like, what if Bernie Sanders went a different route in, after 2016? After seeing how corrupt the DNC was uh, after 2016 and how much they went to bat for Hillary Clinton as far as giving them uh, giving her campaign the uh, the questions that they were going to ask during the debates before they actually happened um, among other things the actual DNC themselves the leaders up there uh, emailing amongst themselves about what they're going <coughs> to use against Bernie Sanders to stop him from winning against Hillary Clinton so many things that happened to, to his campaign in 2016 that led his demise and once again it was a DNC behind it all um, although it wasn't to the extent that it, it happened this time around in 2020 but nonetheless uh, we'll discuss the possibility of Bernie Sanders opening that trajectory so this is how I would have preferred for Bernie Sanders to go so after losing the nomination to Hillary Clinton in 2016 and getting her ass whooped I think Bernie Sanders did the right thing in starting a new organization. Um, He started Our Revolution, which um, 
is like the organization that carried on like his camp his campaign promises of, of like starting that political revolution and bas- basically that's their main mission right uh he also went on in the last uh in the years after that the four years leading up to 2020 he didn't really leave the spotlight too much now that a lot of millions of people were watching his campaign he started um working uh and protesting with a lot of workers throughout the union so like what he did throughout the years some notable things were uh he got 15 dollars minimum wage from disney uh disneyland it actually started at disneyland workers then it applied to all disney workers in general um at least in the united states and they're all getting that uh, $15 minimum wage. He also introduced the Stop Bezos Act, which was going to uh, cost Amazon or companies like Amazon tons of money uh, to help subsidize the lives of their workers because that's literally what the government is doing up until this point and the workers of basically the workers of all the companies that don't make a lot of money they end up subsidizing those workers lives well the government does aka the american taxpayers because they don't get paid enough so they ask for benefits from the government like snap wig all these things um and that shit's not fair so they're gonna make them pay for all the things that their employees had them use because of the lack of pay so when bezos saw that shit he was like fuck that i am not gonna do that so he was like uh he announced like soon after that 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 bill was announcing congress that he was going to raise the minimum wage at amazon to 15 dollars an hour he also protested with uh, the chicago's teachers union he marched with the verizon uh, workers in california um i'm sure he did much more but those were some of the bigger things that he did in that time frame. So he definitely kind of made his mark. He was more carrying on his vision, um, leading with putting his money where his mouth was. Um, so I think what he should have done after that point, um, like in the middle of it, maybe, or like towards the beginning, is start that political party, start that announcement of the political party. I don't know what he would call it, but it would be based on his own morals of like being the democratic, um, like the democratic socialist that he is, or like that he calls himself at least. He's not really a socialist, guys, by real standards here. Uh, he just wants normal, everyday things that almost every other country has, but we just don't. Um, but yeah, so I would rather him start a new political party. Um, and then bring in all those people that sign in or sign on to his type of politics. People like um, Rashida Tlaib, um, Ilhan Omar, who are both the first two Muslim women in Congress. We have AOC, the youngest uh, person in Congress, I believe, to be elected. Also, like d- beating a heavyweight in the Democratic Party, uh, which was Joseph Crowley back in 2018 in New York. And he was supposed to be, like, second up to Nancy Pelosi. So that was a big upset. Uh, But that was just a side note. But just people like that, you know? People who have real values behind them. And their influence and their, like, mindset and votes actually actually mean something to the people. 
because like Bernie Sanders, if not if anything, is consistent, right? Consistent. Definitely, that's the one thing you can always count exactly. on. Exactly. So, and I feel like that's a, a really big reason why he has so many supporters that are like diehard and won't vote for anybody but anybody but him. It's because of his type of politics, the way he operates, and his morals, and how he's been throughout his whole life. So I kind of see where you were going yeah. with that. With so with the third party thing, basically, you're thinking that if he would have went that route, enough other enough enough prominent Democrats who actually could have a voice in helping promote Sanders' campaign would kind of rally for him, maybe endorse him, what have you. And that would have given him the momentum to be able to be in Democratic debates and and win the presidential nomination? Well, he couldn't really join Democratic debates if he was operating in his own party because he wouldn't be a Democrat. Or he wouldn't be running as a Democrat. Oh, uh, of course. But he could be in the presidential debates. Yes, he would be in the general election debates against uh, whoever the other person would be or the other people would be. Um, Because last time around we had the... I think there was four people up there. There was Trump, uh, Hillary Clinton, Gary Johnson, and uh, Jill Stein. Jill Stein. Yeah. So, um, if that if this was the case, I believe Bernie Sanders, if he started his own political party, um, that would blow the other parties not not the major ones out of the way at, at least in the beginning. I don't think so. Um, I also I feel like maybe people might feel a little weird about it in the beginning when it's first announced, but I feel like it would actually catch on a little later on as soon as people start like buying into the idea of it all and getting used to the party of voting for uh, getting used to the thought of voting for a third party, which most people haven't really done because the duopoly of the Democrat Republican dynamic has really dominated American politics. Really, since our inception. I mean, you make a good point, though. I definitely think that he would have called attention to a third party in American politics, which has not really been called to the attention of (laughs) anybody. I mean, and they've always had the choice, really, right? Because these third parties already exist. The problem is, and even though some of them are like decent, they're like they have decent platforms and they want to they want to do decent things. They don't get enough traction. They don't get enough votes to actually win anything, and that's what's really sad. So, like, why I think Bernie Sanders would do it better is because he has a better brand image. He, I mean, he's second to Joe Biden in the Democratic Party. He was the front runner until all that fucked up shit started happening and the DNC started interjecting themselves yet again. Yeah. But I mean, well, he already kind of exactly. Has a name that's for the himself. point. That's I mean... the point that like enough people buy into his idea of like how politics should work in America enough to give them a better start. Um, of actually being a real contender uh, as a political party in this nation against uh, the Republicans and the Democrats. And I think actually a lot of independents would change from independents, which is actually the largest voter block in the country. I think a lot of independents would change their votes to, to, to that party, to Bernie Sanders' party. Because he actually does get a lot of 
independence voters when he's in his own uh, home state of Vermont. He actually gets about 25% of the Republican vote when he runs for re-election in the Senate in Vermont. And he, uh, yeah, he gets about uh, 30 or 40%, I believe, of the independents. And, of course, he dominates the Democrats, so... That's an interesting, that's an interesting way of, I mean, you know, could have, would have, should have, obviously, you know, we would never know, but, um, that's interesting. I can, I can, I can buy that. I can buy that he maybe would have won if he would have done the third party route. Like, yeah, imagine that, like not having a party doing everything to sabotage you from day one, like... I mean, I guess it didn't. Shit really didn't get real up until after South Carolina, and as we were talking about on this Ugh. podcast and the episodes leading up to Super Tuesday, that first Super Tuesday, we had mentioned time and again that they had a week. They had seven days leading up to um, the last day of. Um, or leading up to Super Tuesday where they had their last chance to stop Bernie Sanders before basically running away with this thing and catching so much momentum that he wouldn't be able to be stopped. So Instead, everybody yep. endorsed so, him. Uh, right, after Super, <laughs> or right before Super Tuesday, of course, we know that everybody dropped out and the rest is history and endorsed Joe Biden. Yeah, so. Um, but, I mean, that just goes to show that the Democratic Party is not savable. You know, like, the Democrats, like, you guys had your run, like, you guys were good at some point, like, you have, you tend to do some good shit every once in a while, but you guys are sour fucking eggs. You guys are spoiled, bro. Like, this shit's fucked up. Like, how can you be the party of the people and vote against the people? How can you do all these things to keep us keep us oppressed and keep us lined up just so you your special interests and your donors and shit can re-elect you into office how fucked up is that i don't care if you're a democrat i don't care if you're a republican i don't care if you're fucking a dumbican or i don't give a fuck what you are (laughs) don't like you can't do that to like your constituents you typically you would be voted out if you did that but as we know, Americans love to vote against themselves and don't really care about their neighbor as much as well. So that's our result. This is where we are as a country, and that's why Donald Trump is our president, and that's why Joe Biden is the Democratic nominee. And that's why Trump will probably be our next or, president. Or, yeah, he will probably re yes, continue yes, to be our president. His reign in the White House. But. Uh, let's leave it there, guys. Uh, for, up until now, though, like I, I know we've been a little bleak about Bernie Sanders uh, in this episode, guys. But that's just because of the results that have been happening. I wanted to talk about this third-party possibility to open up your eyes to new avenues of the way politics can work and how it typically has worked in the past. And to get you guys fired up and pissed because... It really is infuriating to have so many things sabotage something so pure and good and like well-intentioned, you know, like it's fucked up to watch. Fucked up. It really, it really has been. Yeah, it's, 
And it's really crazy that this is the not just the first time that's happened. I feel for Bernie because he must be, I mean, I feel maybe in 2016 he was just a little pit, you know, he was enraged. But now I just feel that he's depressed. I mean, how is this happening again? Him being sniffed out by the DNC. It's just annoying. I can't, yeah. I can't imagine how he's yeah, feeling. but, um defeated i'm sure um and although low-key i do like i said i I do think that bernie sanders is going to drop out soon i don't think that should take away from the people that are going to come out to vote for him and i don't think they should change their vote to joe biden to show the people that are actually like watching like us like people are literally watching these numbers people in the establishment they're all watching to see what happens so every vote that bernie sanders gets is a threat to them so we need to show them how much we actually support and well really how much we don't support how fucked up they are and their fucked up candidate that they really wanted to put up there um absolutely let them see how many people show up now to vote for bernie and don't show up to vote exactly for so like i mean if bernie sanders keeps losing which i definitely see that coming which i also see winning streaks coming as well but that's a little later on but that just goes to show like you just you guys need to vote your conscience you need to get out there Uh, even though bernie sanders is not doing good right now keep showing up for him keep texting keep calling keep emailing keep telling your friends keep listening to this podcast keep educating yourselves because this shit doesn't end after this election, unfortunately, you know, like, even if Donald Trump wins again, like, we're still going to have to keep, like, actually, that's worst case. We're for sure going to have to keep fighting. <laughs> uh, and if Joe Biden wins, it'll be a, a little bit off our backs. We won't have to think about it as much like as if when Donald, uh, when Obama was in the White House. But I mean... We're not really showing up for <laughs> that kind of outcome right now, you know? So let's watch to see what happens. Let's end it here. I think this is a fucking awesome conversation uh, today. But let's start by saying um, thanks again, guys, for listening to this podcast. And if you are listening on Apple Podcasts, please give us a five-star review so we can keep on doing our thing and keep talking shit about the establishment and doing everything that we're best at um and so once again leave that five-star review guys if you got any kind of value out of this thank you for that by the way i will now turn it on to the queen of voting so she can tell you a little bit more about that <laughs> um also don't forget to follow us oh, yeah. on twitter at ash the disruptor and ben the disruptor as, um okay as well and as then voting Facebook. yes so Oh, yeah, our Facebook, of course, um, the Oligarchy Disruptor yep, Podcast. Right. Uh, like us on yep, yep. Facebook. Um, and, yes, voting. So if you do not know where your voting place is, um, your polling plate location, it, you can go to yourfuckingpollingplace.com, <laughs> put in your address, click OK, and... All that shows up is your polling location and the times that they are open. So um, do not forget to vote whatever day your voting day is. Get out there and vote. 
Um, if you have any questions about voting, like what your registration status might be, um, what your ballot might look like, what else is on your ballot, you can go to rockthevote.org. And all that information is there. It's a super, super helpful website. Um, but yeah, it's definitely important to get out there and vote, guys. And if you don't know a lot about voting, that's an awesome website to go to to learn a little bit before you head out there. Um, but just get out there. Vote. Make a difference. Make a difference, guys. Make your voices heard. Say fuck you to the establishment. Say fuck you to everybody that thinks they can keep you in line. Because we all know that you are self-empowering. You, we know that the people have the real power in this country and not the top 1% because that's what the founders of the Constitution envisioned and wrote in the Constitution for us. That's why the power to vote these people into office is given to the people. Although, interestingly enough, they also created the, uh, the fucking Electoral College. <laughs> Which does the exact opposite. <laughs> but that's a separate conversation that we'll have another day. <laughs> okay, so we'll wrap it up here, guys. Like I said before, thank you guys again so much for listening. Leave us that five-star review wherever you're listening. on. I, I guess Apple Podcasts for sure. Boop, boop. And we will see you next time.